you had a 900% increase in penis size, and it's now half the size of your cancer. <laughs> yes. Welcome, everyone. It is Lily and the Leper. I am Dax, and today we have... Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun! Ryan. Ryan, how you doing? I'm doing pretty well. How about you? All right. Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, you know, I recently got my vaccination, and it has caused my penis to swell to unbelievable lengths. I mean, it was damn near uncontrollable uh, uh, before, but now, I mean, whew. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, for me, it was also, like, a girthy. It just got, like, you know, just thicker. I went to go pee, and it was like my hand had to, like, you know, need it both. And and it's hard to describe, but I feel like juiciness. Was no, yeah, no. I know exactly what you're talking about, the juiciness. Like, it, it just, yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. Uh, so, you know, we've, we've heard from uh, doctors in our brains that this is a side effect of getting vaccinated. So, you know, do that. Yeah, I heard they did a health study there at some university somewhere. Of health and fitness studies. Yeah. And fitness. Yeah. It's a health study fitness university of health. Exactly. I think that's I think that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That was a perfect perfect segue into what we are actually going to be talking about today, and that is uh disappointing physics or just disappointing realities. Hmm. Reality is often, you know, disappointing. I know, right? I don't know. As a child, the world seems like such a magical place. You're watching all these cartoons, dudes doing crazy cool stuff. And you're like, one day I will be able to stack a sandwich like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo right? and consume it in one giant bite. Without dislocating my jaw. Ex well, you know, you could dislocate your jaw and then it would just pop right back and no pain. No nothing. You just... That's true. Down. I don't know if you've ever dislocated your jaw. I have, and I relocated it myself. It's not a fun experience in reality. Well, you do be hanging around those black guys more than me, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotta stop that. <laughs> but now, thanks to the vaccine, we're pretty equal. Uh, yes. We're, we're, make, we're making that a thing. Yes. Hashtag. Big peen vaccination. <laughs> Big peen vaccine. <laughs> Big peen vaccine. There we go. I like it. Oh, uh, we got to get that. We got to get that trending. <laughs> Big peen vaccine. That's, that's... Big peen vaccine. I will go tweet uh, that. I will go tweet that right now. <laughs> Hashtag big peen vaccine. God, yeah. Except we record these. Do... We record these episodes in advance, so this will be like weeks old when people see it. But you know. Oh, yeah, but that's fine. They'll get the backstory of how we change the world. Exactly. Yeah, because, I mean, honestly, to get people to uh, get vaccinated, right, more, to cover a larger group, I think that's all we got to do. It's like, you know, study shows that people who don't get vaccinated are more likely to be homosexual with tiny penises. Well, I mean, that... Tomorrow. That doesn't, that doesn't work in the U.S. anymore. Really? Yeah. I mean, there's still, like, the whole homophobia going around, but it's more quiet. It's kind of like how racism was, like, you know, before, uh, four years ago, uh, where it was like, you know, it's there, but they were trying to stay quiet and hidden about it because it wasn't socially acceptable to be racist. That's oh, kind of well, how homophobia is now. Well, then you just do the the reverse for both sides. You hit both sides, right? You know... If you don't get the vaccination, studies show that, you know, you're more likely to be gay with a tiny penis. And mm. then on the other side, then you send one out that's like, oh, the people that aren't being vaccinated have been shown to be homophobic, transphobic lady haters. And then, boom, you just do the dual message, throw out that way, and then they can just, you know, boom, you get to cast a wide net and you get everybody. Everybody. I agree with this because facts have not been working so far. So yeah, look at the, the Democrat and Republican Party. Do you exactly. think they use facts? No. Well, eh. Skewed either way. But just yeah. <laughs> just say whatever you want. That's what I've learned. 
past eight years of my life just say whatever who cares everyone's lying out their ass anyway might as well join them yeah i like it i like it a lot because yesterday the easter bunny told me that vaccinations uh increase uh, your your testicles and make them shoot out chocolate semen remember hashtag easter bunny for big peens <laughs> do i want my testicles to be bigger they're already pretty big anyways i mean Sure, you. No one wants little tiny testicles, right? I mean, but mine are already like massive. The vaccine just now made my penis like fit and like you know <laughs> half the size of your testicles. <laughs> <laughs> Before my testicles just made my penis look tiny because how large they were. <laughs> you had you had a nine hundred percent increase in penis size, and it's now half the size of your testicles. <laughs> Yes. God. Oh, what what was that? The the uh, not Family Guy uh, South Park episode where the the dudes were riding around on their nutsacks. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. They were like, weren't they microwaving their junk or something? <laughs> I don't remember, but I remember who was it? Stan's dad had to walk around with his nuts in the wheelbarrow. <laughs> yeah, but then they ended up just like riding on him, like hopping on him, like bouncy balls. Yeah. Oh God, that would God. hurt so bad. Good stuff. I mean, guess not if they're that See, massive. See, there, there again, disappointing reality. That mm. that wouldn't be how it worked, right? Exactly. You go to hop on it, and it's just crack. Uh. Yeah, it just pop and the liquid all over the place and nasty stuff. Speaking of like the same so thing, sad. you think like, oh, the bigger the person is and all that stuff, like uh, giants and all that. You think, oh, that's cool. Giants could have been around, and I guess. Maybe at some point, some people can be looked at as giants now. And then you right. find out it's actually a disorder or a something going wrong in their brain that's producing too much of a certain chemical to cause certain things to keep growing. And actually, yeah. the more that they grow, the more likely they are to die because their body can't handle it. I'm like, that's just disappointing. Yes. Okay, thank you. That was actually what I was thinking about when I was first even brought this up was the idea of giants or giant monsters like Godzilla or just giant people in general. Uh, I remember as a kid, you know, I thought, okay, well, if you just increased, equally increased a human being, just made them 10 times bigger, everything 10 times bigger, then that would work, right? But then disappointing ass reality. Oh, sorry. Doesn't work like that. You would fucking die. Because you weren't designed to be that big. Right. And certain things just don't scale. <sighs> that is so sad. So sad that life doesn't scale. That's what, uh, that's how Andre the Giant died, isn't it? Uh, well, I, that's how it probably led to his death. There was a bunch of health problems that he had. His bones were basically grinding themselves to dust because of his own weight. His spine was, you know, smashing into it. Didn't help that he was also doing wrestling and all that. Even if it was, you know, the showmanship wrestling, not MMA wrestling type stuff. But it's still that puts a lot of pressure on your joints and things. And he... I don't know if you've heard uh, Paul White, uh, the new giant or big show, his story about that. Because he had the same mm -hmm. he had the same thing. And he was talking about uh, God, it's been so long since I heard this story. He was talking about like when he was in high school college uh, i think college and he was like super massive and he was like he had like a fucking 32 waist or some shit and the dude was like eating like four it was something insane like ten thousand freshmen a day easily he was like he said he was eating something crazy it was like four to ten thousand calories a day or some shit and he was just burning it off and he was playing basketball and he was just all-star at everything found out you know because of the brain thing and he had the surgery done and then he's like a month later he ballooned up because his body just wasn't it was now compensating for how large he was and he just ballooned up and i was like oh man that's disappointing reality yeah yeah this shit sucks uh you like you wish it would work that way but like you imagine like a giant doesn't have giant blood cells they have regular sized blood cells. So then they don't have, you know, uh, just one, the giant veins going through everything because blood wouldn't be able to go through everything. They would need thousands and thousands of more uh, veins stretching through all the body to get oxygen to where it needed to be. That's why also like uh, ants, I was disappointed in finding out that because, you know, 
you have all those stories, uh, horror stories and uh, things like that, where, you know, the ants become giant killer insects and things like that. Mm-hmm. If an ant, I think, like tripled or quadrupled in size, it would just die because it couldn't breathe. Yeah. Ants don't have. Yeah. Ants have no lungs. Right. They just have these holes in their body that lets oxygen in. And so if you make an ant too big, the number of holes, just oxygen can't permeate through the whole entire body and it just fucking dies. Yes, that's that's exactly the opposite problem I was thinking of, like with uh, like Marvel's Ant-Man and all that. He has the opposite oh, problem. Fucking. When he shrinks down, he needs the oxygen tank because if you actually shrink your body down that size or up that large, you die. Yeah. Uh, the Ant-Man movie pissed me off a lot because... Not because uh, of the shrinking and getting big and all that. Like, I, okay. It was just the fact that they couldn't uh, stick with whatever they chose, right? In some scenes, if he was small, then he was the same. He was super heavy for being that small. He was in super dense. And so, like, throw across the room and he hit the toilet or a bathroom or something and it broke because he's super tiny but extra dense. But then he's riding on top of an ant. Mm-hmm. Like, what type of, is that ant? Like a super ant? <laughs> he's lifting a, all your weight? So, if you wanted to do one or one or the other and stick with it, and then I would have been okay. Like, at least you're sticking to your own rules. But if you're just like, well, he's heavy now, but light because it's cool. I want him to ride on this ant. It's kind of neat looking. Yeah, that was something that one. bugged the hell out of me when, like, when they were doing the fight scenes, like uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, when she was like flipping around and throwing people as the tiny wasp. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I-, I get what you're saying, like the density and all that, but like you don't have your grown person strength you're literally an ant trying to throw somebody and yeah your grip how does the grip doesn't work like that you if they have such a tiny pinpoint of force trying to grab something you just rip the skin or rip their clothes yeah and it's it, that that bugged the hell out of me that that you yeah that was something that was disappointing for me to watch because i was like oh like if they had at least had them like flying at the tiny speed and then at the last second growing back to normal size, grabbing the person or hitting them. That's a lot of force and a lot of momentum you've just built up and then expanded into this large point. So that I would get. But Hmm. when you're just like, nope, I'm staying tiny and occasionally I'm coming back to normal to kick somebody and he just still flies normally. I'm like, that's, come on guys. You're, you're, you're paid enough to do better than that. Do some research. Google it. That's what it's for. Yeah. That's with a lot of the, those action movies and sci-fi movies and everything. It's just, I don't care if you're breaking the rules because, again, reality is disappointing when it comes to a lot of things. But stick to how you broke those rules. Mm-hmm. Right? Just choose one and one, go for it. Yeah, the giant thing. Oh, God, that made me so sad. So sad as a child. Like the whole idea of like humans flying, too. The idea of like angels or having wings and yes. stuff like that. I know where you're going, like, yeah. Right? And we would have to have wings like fucking what like 30 or 40 feet wingspan Mm -hmm. and the fact that we would have to have some unbelievably super crazy ass muscle structure and like then to feed those muscles we need like extra amazing lungs and redesign our whole fucking cardiovascular system to even try that and it's like oh or have hollow ass bones (laughs) Yeah, yeah basically we would have to be turned into a bird yeah at what point we're we're no longer humans god that's that sucks why does it have to be like that (laughs) it sucks so hard yeah it's garbage fix that hot patch (laughs) hot patch that shit out man uh even technology is becoming dealing with physics and is becoming a pain in the ass right because our technology is becoming smaller and faster right Mm -hmm. but it's also becoming hotter Right. The faster and smaller you make something, the hotter and hotter and hotter it gets. And we're getting to the point where we can't make things any smaller or faster because it just fucking boils itself and melts itself. Yeah, like that one that was like the size of a or smaller than a grain of rice or whatever. Right. Those things, the ones where they can make them extra small, but weak, right, where they don't have a whole lot of processing power, don't need to do much. It's when you make them small and powerful, then all of a sudden you have 
heating issues. Yeah, that's why I can't wait until we dive more into, I mean, I guess I don't know how far we have already, but into the quantum physics portion of it, where nothing makes sense anymore and reality doesn't make sense anymore. And it's just disappointing all around. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, getting uh, quantum physics. Oh, God, I, I love like the surface level of quantum physics. I'm not actually getting into the math because I, I'm one of those type of people. I love science, but I'm not going to read a 30 page peer reviewed thing on, uh, the number three. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just give me the cliff notes so that I can be like, wow, the world is cool. Exactly. Like I don't. Yeah. Have you heard of the, uh, the quantum multiverse theory? I guess it is. Maybe I think it's the multiverse theory quantum. Something like that. Well, related to strings? No, not the string theory. This one has to do with... Oh, God, I'm going to butcher this. It had something to do with... It's a theory that matter exists imprecisely or or in some imprecise form until we measure it. So it's... Because you know, like, I don't know, like, how much you know of quantum, like, quantum physics, but it's like everything is can be anything at any point in time, right? Right. If if you well when you get to something very small, you can either what is it, know its location or know its speed. You can't know both. Yeah, and it gets weird. Cause like they were talking about how like even like quantum computing is is awkward because regular computer it's like, well that's a one or a zero. And in quantum computing it's actually both and none. It can be, you know, it can be everything. So the multiverse, God, I might be saying that wrong. It might not be a multiverse. Anyways, the quantum theory I'm talking about was it had something to do with the idea that everything is in like many places all at once, but right. it's only when you look at them that you pin them down to where they are. So mm-hmm. I know, I, I can't remember the scientist's name. I know Einstein was, I think, the one who asked the question about how, oh, does that mean the moon doesn't exist until we look at it? And he had someone yell at him to shut up and compute or calculate, compute, calculate, I think calculate. And that was like some famous thing that they had in, in the physics thing is to shut up and calculate. Cause how do you answer a question like that? Where per quantum, that quantum theory, everything you're looking at, when you look away from it, it's not there anymore until you look back at it. And then it just, it's there. Like you're pinning it down based on the quantum mechanics and the, how that functions. And I always thought yeah. that was interesting because what, <laughs> how do you, uh, how do you deal with that? Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's frustrating knowing enough to know that you have no idea what the fuck is going on. Yeah. And then like, if once you start and then again, disappointing reality, once you start getting into time and you're like, oh, time is it's set this way. And then they're like, well, hold on. Time doesn't really exist as you see it, it, it's it's a construct that we've made to understand what's going on around us. But really, it it's something that we've created to explain how things are moving and how things are going. But right. they're like, time might not even have a past, present, future. It just merely exists as it is, which then begs the question, well, can I go back in the past? And it's like, because if the past doesn't exist, the time just is, what if I go back in time but then the weird thing is it is there well, a back, go in time? back in time because there's there there is only the is so you can go only go back in the is which is now so you're already going back in time exactly and that's disappointing physics because you're like that's like in my point that's disappointing reality because you always hear like they're gonna go back in time and do this and write this wrong well it's quite possible based on that theory that you can't because time right. is and also, what it is. Uh, uh everyone who's listening uh go ahead Either take a toke of whatever your token, <laughs> uh, start drinking whatever you want to drink, yes, and uh, join us in our <laughs> in our <laughs> no no nonsense. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about, but we're going to talk about it anyway, as if we know what we're talking about. Exactly, we're going to discuss this like we've studied it for years. Yep, and all of we our f- fantastic. I don't remember how this goes, but I <laughs> think, <laughs> yeah. I kind of remember them saying something about the color purple linked to the multiverse. But yeah, but fuck those TED Talk guys and their actual, you know, weeks and months of preparing for speeches. We're doing (laughs) this on the fly like real men. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, One of the things that got me, too, is uh, when fucking the science guys start talking about, oh, information, when 
when a black hole, when you go into the event horizon, mm. information is stretched out. Yeah. Like, what the fuck do you mean information? <laughs> what the hell is is information a tangible thing? What 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 do you mean there? Yeah. Right. Yeah, or when they get into what a quantum entanglement, and they're like, information can travel faster than light. The fuck is well, how 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 do you throw information? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they'll tell you like, oh, we've teleported this information or this piece of information. We've teleported this. And I'm like, bitch, what the fuck does that exactly mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> are you teleporting like I guess particles? But is that information? And if you're saying it, if you're using the term information, does is that kind of like we're all in a simulation and you've kind of realized that and what you're transporting is pixels, <laughs> I guess? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you're kind of freaking me out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, the whole quantum entanglement thing is that that to me is like, that's the coolest. Uh, the fact that we have no idea how it really fucking works or the people that even have the slightest understanding of this is like one or two guys. It's like they're the only people in the world that like, eh, we kind of get the basics of it. <laughs> Yeah, and then they're still, like, going off of stuff that Einstein said, and they're, like, yeah. still proving him right sometimes, because they're like, oh, we proved Einstein wrong, like, this many years after he died. And then, like, ten years later, like, ooh, shit, actually, we just proved him right with this thing we just did, and he's been right the whole time. And you're like, how the fuck did Einstein know this? What kind of fucking alien was he? Was he part of the quantum? Right. <laughs> and then you had fucking, was, uh... Was he a dev? Was he a dev that just <laughs> hopped in for a little while? <laughs> <laughs> him and Tesla? Because fucking Tesla was terrifying, too. Like, if you read up on him, that motherfucker was, like, he already had the idea for, like, our Wi-Fi system now back then. And he was talking right. about, like, he was able to give your house energy and he was able to power this and power cities. And it was way better than the grid system we have now. He was just also a little bit crazy by talking about, like... I can I can destroy the earth if I wanted to with my earthquake machine. I understand how it functions. And then people and then he's like doing crazy shit like death rays and working for the military and then people are like maybe we shouldn't be funding this guy. What? Why? I want death rays and earthquake machines. Yeah, well, I don't like I don't know how much you've actually like read in about him, but he had like a lot of interesting things. So it sucks to that's <laughs> disappointing reality. He had so many great amazing ideas that he was fucking light years ahead of his time and he just lacked the funding and he wasn't as I guess charismatic maybe as yeah. Edison was. Edison, yeah. And he just lost out. And then he got fucking crazy. But he did all these like, crazy experiments. Like the one I was talking about with the Earth thing. He had some type of machine. I forget what he was trying to, what it originally was intended for. But when he turned it on, it ended up like supposedly, and I obviously not there, so you can't really say anything. But like he, it supposedly like vibrated the whole building he was in so violently that it like basically sh just shook it in half or like just almost destroyed it completely. And instead ah, of being like so, afraid of it, his dumb ass comes out and he's like, oh, I now understand how earthquakes work and how this works and if i wanted to i could tear the earth in half and you're like mm, mm, what <laughs> and uh, that day in that building the bad dragon dildos were created <laughs> <laughs> that's where that's where vibrators came in yes exactly eureka give me your mother <laughs> Oh, speaking of uh, people like that who do weird things, did you ever hear of uh, Edward Leedskalnin? Yeah, he was my neighbor. No, fuck you. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> he was, uh, I don't remember what year or how long ago, but he built something called the Coral Rock Castle. And it is still standing, I believe, in Homestead, Florida. And the interesting thing about it is he was a, he may have been a physicist. Or was he just a mathematician? Or math teacher. I don't fucking remember anymore, man. <laughs> he was a mathemagician. He was a mathemagician of some sorts. But anyway, he, I guess, he he fell in love with, I don't know if she was his student, but she was like a 16-year-old girl, which is creepy in itself. And I don't know how old he was at the time, but things were different back then, I guess. I don't know. And she rejected him. So he decided to live in solitude away from the rest of the world because he hated people. So he goes, so he's in Florida, or he goes to Florida. I don't know if he's already there or not. And he is not in Homestead, but he's in a different part of Florida where there's like a lot of coral rock in the ground. So he's able to like, he found a way by himself to pull the coral rock out of the ground, cut it, carve it, and then stack it. And you're like, okay, yeah, like anybody can do that. Except when you find out that each piece weighed tons of pounds. So Tons of pounds? Yes, tons not of pounds. Not tens of tons of pounds? No, not tens of tons. They weighed tons. Shut up. 
<laughs> they weigh tons. Like he had uh, the door entering the, I guess, the courtyard for his castle was a, I believe, three ton piece. And it was a rotating door set on like this pin pressure system that he created at the top and bottom and they said it was like so like back when they like when he when people when he passed and people were able to go in there they said it was so smooth to the touch like you push it and it just flowed smoothly this three ton piece of rock just opened up for you and the funny thing about it is people were like how'd you build this how'd you build this how'd you build this and he's like i'm not telling you he's like all i'll say is i have discovered how the ancient egyptians built the pyramids and he got beat up a lot and a lot of shit happened to him and then people like started building uh, communities around his uh, castle because they're like, this is such a tourist attraction. This is an amazing thing. And this motherfucker was like, no, nah, I don't want to be around people. I'm going to move my whole castle to another town piece by piece. So, again, supposedly how it went was he had a friend with some type of truck, some type of hauling truck. And the friend was instructed like very strictly, you cannot look at what I'm doing. And he was like, all I would know is... There'd be a piece of rock there. He would tell me to turn away. I would turn away. And then you, two seconds later, however long later, it's on the truck. And he's the only one there. And he moved this whole fucking thing and reassembled it in a different town where it still fucking stands. And you can still learn and read about all this shit. And I'm like, people like that die in solitude and don't share their secrets. That is disappointing in reality. I know how he did it. (laughs) Lots of cocaine. I've already figured it out. No, Mexican ghost. I don't think they were ghosts. Easy, 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 cheap Mexican ghost. No, no, no. No, no, no. From Ghost Home Depot. (laughs) No, no, no. It wouldn't be Mexican ghosts. He was in Florida. It would have been Cubans. Well, yeah. You can't can't expect me to be able to differentiate between Mexican and Cuban (laughs) ghosts. But yeah, shit like that super interests me. Yeah, well... I mean, there's those type of legends and shit like that exist all over the place. Uh, mm. They shit, they do that on the History Channel. Uh, what was that? The fucking island up in Canada or some shit where people think uh, some pirate buried a bunch of treasure. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they keep pulling like fucking shit that shouldn't be there. That's mm-hmm. somehow there. Like there, there's some sort of system that was built down there, drainage system and fucking a thing to flood the whole area and the legend. Ten people must die searching for this thing in order for the person to actually find it. I forget if it's ten people or, like, more, but they're, like, one person away from... They just need to kill one more person and then, apparently, they're gonna find it. <laughs> you know someone's already been murdered down there. You, I guarantee you, like, tens of thousands of people have already been murdered down there. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> They're just going to keep that number always one away, no matter what happens. <laughs> I took my brother down there. Yeah, we're still one away. Where's your brother? He uh, he decided not to go. Side note, he's missing. <laughs> Hello, my name is Kane, and me and my brother Abel. <laughs> going to... <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Before I forget, because we're talking a little bit about biblical things, I want to go over something. I- I've known this for a while, but uh, I-, I love telling this story. Do you know... The story of Jacob, or Jacob, Jacob. Why do I feel like I'm going to want to hit you for this? No. All right. You're, this is absolutely fantastic. Uh, so the their Islamic uh, nation of Islam, there's a creation story for white people. Mm. How did white people came around? Have you heard anything about this? I do not believe I have, no. Oh, it's so good. It is the best, right? So apparently 6,000 years ago, there was this uh, black dude named Jacob who had a big fucking head. This is important. He had a giant ass head. People made fun of him, right? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. He he was kind of a dick. Anyways, he was messing around with magnets. He saw that how magnets could both attract and repel. And that gave him the idea that, oh... I can make a new race of humans opposite of what what the humans now, you know, black people now, opposite in all ways, right? Is this why he must have had a big dong and that's why white guys are... (laughs) 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 Sorry, go ahead. So so he he got him and his followers when I got together and they went out onto this island. I forget what the hell the name of the island is, but it doesn't matter. Anyways... 
over years and years of uh, uh, selective breeding, right? He was just any baby that was black got killed. Any that was a little bit lighter survived. And he just kept going on. He, uh, he eventually died, but his uh, followers kept this up. And uh, that's apparently how we have all the other shades of brown out there through this bleaching process, right? Interesting. Right. So eventually they they got too uh, white. They got to these white people. And the process of, you know, having to kill any black baby that was there and all this horrendous stuff and everything has bred into the white person savagery against the black man, right? This has bred into him this this evilness uh, from his existence. And, you know, uh, the these white people then tried to come into Africa and everything, and, of course, they were beaten and driven back into Europe, where they lived like savages for many, many years, right? They're just savage, evil creatures living in caves. There were some who tried to return back to the natural blackness, right? The natural order of things, uh, but couldn't quite make it. So they became gorillas and other other apes. What? And uh, so later, Moses showed up and Moses, you know, taught them to wear clothes and tried to teach them more, but gave up because they were just too dumb and savage and ended up leaving. But somehow during that time, the white man learned tricknology, the actual term tricknology, which he used to trick and enslave black people in order to steal everything and become more powerful. And apparently... The, it needs to be like 6,000 years more, and then the rule of the black man will come back again. That's the story of Jacob. That's interesting. I've, I've never yeah. heard that in my life. Dude, I, I'm, I'm, you can look it up on Wikipedia right now. That's Y-A-C-U-B I... comes up on Wikipedia. It is amazing. I love this story. That's hysterical. I thought you were going to be like, yeah, so they started this bleaching process and then they got to like kind of tan and then like a tan white person, kind of like Hispanic. And then they were like, all right, let's stop here. And they kept going like, wait, wait, stop, stop, wait, stop. And then now we have Europe and and most of Ireland. (laughs) (laughs) Just super Uh, pale. Man. Oh, well, I'm, I'm at the Wikipedia right now. He then discovered that original black man contained both a black germ and a brown germ. Not sure why that's important. I'm just saying, like, this is on Wikipedia, and I, I'm kind of getting the uh, <laughs> the hesitancy that some teachers have to trust Wikipedia entries. <laughs> but but the, there, there has been... Uh, it's interesting because it pops up in certain rap songs and Malcolm X had done mm. speeches about it and everything. So I was like, oh shit, this is a thing. That's that's interesting. I've never heard of that. Why have I never heard of that? That is the best explanation that white people can have as to why they're racist and they don't use it. <laughs> so, so I, if you want to believe this as uh, history or part of religion, I, don't, I won't even say it's racist. It's just, I find this fascinating as fuck. No, that is fascinating. Like that's, I, I, I'm intrigued by this. I am going to actually save this to look it up later because that's interesting. Yeah, I love the terminology tricknology. Tricknology. Because, because looking back at the uh, history, that's that's a pretty damn good uh, terminology for for shit that went down. <laughs> tricknology. Jesus. Oh, sorry. That was. This is completely off on a different tangent and everything. And. uh I've I've brought race into this, but uh, it's just it it fascinates me. Well, we can actually tie that in racism as being a disappointing effect of reality. Yeah, that's true. So uh, let me let me ask you then your views. Uh, we'll, we'll touch on race a little bit here more. Your oh, no. view on it. For me, uh, I I just want everybody to be able to joke about all races. <laughs> 
Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I do. I know what you mean. And I, I have been called, or a lot of things I've said I've been told are microaggressions because I make racist jokes, but right. I, I don't, I don't like only make fun of black people or, or Asian people or any, I make fun of everybody. As a matter of fact, the dominant pre, like race that gets it is probably white people. And mm. that's acceptable because I'm white, you know, but I, I want to like, my thing is I tell people I'm an equal opportunist racist. And really, yeah. all I'm telling you is I just hate everybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't care what race you are or what your belief system is. I just hate most people in general. And these things are funny stereotypes. And it just, it, I don't know, like white people not knowing how to season things is a funny ass stereotype that weirdly proves to be true more often than not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So in, in general, I always like to look at the movie White Girls. Oh, God. Right. Because I, I find that movie great. Yes. Right? It, it, it's funny and everything. But you couldn't do that with the other way around, right? Uh, unless you are one man and one man only. Robert Downey Jr. Oh, yeah. Tropic yeah. Thunder. Everybody Tropic I've ever Thunder, talked to, black or white, did not give a fuck. They were like, that's fucking RDJ. Of course. Damn, you bring up a good point there. That's actually not not bad. But what I was just thinking, you know, I would love to see another white girls where, mm, yeah, where where they then have a white character that has to pretend to be a black man, a white woman that has to pretend to be a black man. Like I don't know how the situation would arise where you know they need that. But right. I was just trying to think of what white character, what white woman would I want to see try to dress up like a black man. Yeah, and I think, and obviously I can't, I didn't give a fuck about, I, I don't care about the white face, black face, unless, like, they're purposely trying to do it to be racist. And even right. then, if it's white face, it doesn't actually care. I don't care. So I only care about, yeah. oh, if someone else cares. But other than that, I don't typically care about it. But Like, um, the Chappelle show was a great one. Well, yes. Plenty of, yeah. plenty of white face in that. And it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, the, the, uh, the news anchor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm. Yeah, but no, I think Chameleonaire even did it in one of his uh, music videos for Hip Hop Police, I think it was. But anyways, yeah, it happens. It is what it is. I think the the difference is when white people are doing it or when they have done it like historically, mm -hmm. it's been specifically to be like a downgrade of race. Like, oh, look, I'm black, so I'm the maid or I'm black, so I'm this or I'm a slave or I'm whatever. And mm -hmm. they've done like blackface with intention to hurt and they didn't do it to actually look like they were a black person. They did it with this black paint and they're like, ha 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 ha. I think that's why to, to rather than to be the black person, to be a caricature of exactly things okay. like Mr. Popo. Yeah. Like, like exactly like that. And I think, and again, I can't speak for a race that I'm not a part of. So if I'm wrong, you know, I'm wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying this is that I'm just saying my, why I think maybe is the case, but mm. yeah, I, that's why I would say it's, it's upsetting because white people historically have done some, uh, off putting things just because they were inherently racist. But I will say this, white people are not the only racist people in the world. Right. I, I have been around the world, not around the world. I've been in other countries other than the U S racism fucking exists against white people, against black people. Black people can be racist against white people. I, I don't believe in this whole, oh, you can't be racist against the oppressor bullshit. Fuck you. Go straight to hell. I don't care if I lose listeners. I don't care. If you say that shit, go straight to fucking hell. I don't care. You're an idiot. Anybody can be racist towards anybody. <laughs> if you're biased yeah. because of somebody's fucking skin color, whether they're white or whatever, you're fucking racist. Own it. <laughs> Yeah, you, you can be racist against or just people that are slightly different than you from right. your nation and everything. Different nations, uh, different hair. Yeah. People are give Jewish people shit because of the nose. I get Jewish uh, nose jokes all the time. I'm not even Jewish. I just got a big nose. Yeah. So, like, I... I, I... That's where you start to hit like weird areas with me because I'm like, I'm with you. I, I support a lot of shit. But once you start telling me I'm a racist piece of shit because I'm white, I'm, no, that, you kind of just made yourself the racist piece of shit, buddy. Sorry. If you're saying it's just because I'm white, I'm sorry. You suck. There's so many better reasons to hate me. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's my common thing oh, I tell people. If you like just if, talk to me for a few minutes, I'll give you a bunch of reasons why I'm a horrible right. ass. 
I'm a, I am a dick. Like I will, I'm, I admit that I, I, I used to feel kind of bad about being an asshole, but or being a dick, but because I'm such an asshole, it, I just never fixed it or cared. And you know, that's a reason to hate me. I'm a dick. But if anybody hates somebody just because of cultural differences or relate or race, that's just lazy. You have so many yeah. better reasons to hate somebody. Right. So yeah, many that, better reasons. The, that's funny to me, too, because a lot of the reason why fucking uh, a bunch of the history of white people being able to take over other countries is because of uh, the hate that was already there for the other. Uh, like, God, I'm not explaining this right. But if you look at uh, the Aztecs, mm. right? Uh, right. They were a conqueror people. They had conquered many of the other tribes and people around the area. They were conquerors. They they fought and they killed. They weren't holding hands with people. They subjugated other tribes and they fucked shit up. They were taking over. That's why when the Spanish showed up, uh, there was already a hate these people, I'm not from this tribe, you're not from that tribe, I hate you, you hate me. And then the Spanish showed up, and the, they saw this as an outside force. Oh, if I ally myself with these guys, then mm -hmm. I can defeat these guys because they're my worst enemies and I fucking hate them. Because they're from what's and what's tribe. They, have, they do things this way, they worship this guy, fuck him, I'm going to get with these guys. And the Spanish use that to their advantage because they've, the Spanish... Hated them all equally. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, well, if I can get this group to kill that group, then I can just go kill that group afterwards. Yeah. That's oh. we as a species, we hate. We are <laughs> we just hate. It's just in our genetics to hate. Yeah. And uh, I think a lot of that happened uh, in Africa as well, which is because Africa is super diverse. We if people try to say like black people, I think there's more diversity in the black genetic than all of the other races combined like more diversity in africa than all the everywhere else in the world combined there's more ethnic diversity so it's just like i don't know it's fucking weird it is i i don't i don't know man like treading around like the the race topics here i usually mm -hmm. dive right in because it's my nature to be an asshole i don't like, if I offend somebody, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to offend you. It's just, you know, you asked my opinion or you brought up a subject or it got turned to that subject. I'm not going to steer away from it. Because yeah. honestly, I feel if you can't talk about race to somebody, I feel like that's kind of racist in itself because right. you have to you have to acknowledge. So here's something that I've always like you have. I don't know if you've heard the phrase like, oh, we're all the same. It's all the same, you know. We don't acknowledge or I don't see race or I don't see colors, which you hear people say. Right. I disagree with that as a whole. And I, maybe I'm a horrible asshole yeah. for it. But I, I, I do see I do see the race. I do see the difference. I And not in a just like, oh, I don't see it in a negative way. I see it as in like there are differences. There are cultural differences. There are oppressive differences. There are differences as a whole that I think should be addressed. And by just sweeping them out of the way saying, oh, no, I don't see color. I think that's a form of racism because yes. you're not willing to address what it is so i think we need to address that there are differences and instead of making it like oh i hate this person because their differences maybe learn the cultures maybe talk to people and fucking right. learn shit stop trying to touch black people's hair all the fucking time you have google if you have questions i mean <laughs> yeah so what what gets me is that uh if you want racism to completely end right the whole idea that there's all everything is equal then you can no longer praise anybody for anything mm. right you can't if you say oh man mexican food is delicious that's racist because now you're comparing it to other food what you're saying that italian food is shitty you what are you saying that uh, compared <laughs> to all the other foods they're they're just better so that means everyone else is worse. You, so you can no longer say no one can be good at anything anymore. Because if you say, oh, wow, these the Jamaican people can run fast. What the fuck? So you're saying that Chinese people are slow? And it's like, well, that's not what I'm saying. But, you know, everyone can then just draw those lines. Yeah. Where if you say one person or one group of people 
is better or good at something, then you're saying that everyone else is worse and that's racist. Yeah. So I I agree. And I think this whole where people are like, I don't want to find any positive things in our differences. I'm only focusing on the negative. So instead, right. I'm just going to say, I just don't see color because you don't want to address that there are differences. And sometimes it's differences you don't want to see. Like black people are oppressed in America and people don't want to admit it. And you're like, nope, it's not me, though, because, you know, I just don't see color. Well, hold on. Maybe maybe you should. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> there, there are cultural differences. And by saying that, that's why black people can't get hired at certain jobs because of their hair. And they're like, oh, it's because their hair is considered dirty and blah, blah. Well, no, man, it's different fucking cultures and their hair is not dirty. They're just different from you. So maybe fucking learn yeah. something. But I think what we've done by like what you were saying, like nobody could say anything about anything anymore because you're just racist if you do. I, and I, I honestly think that's a white person thing that started that whole like, well, I don't want to offend anybody. So I'm just not going to say anything anymore. I blame white people for that also. But anyway, yeah, I I 100% blame white people. I mean, you can say, like, I know some people are like, oh, I blame this group because they say you can't say this or whatever, whatever. And I'm like, people only have power that you allow them to have, especially over your own words. Like, we'll get into that in a second. But what I think we've done by, by creating the environment where you can't say anything about, like, someone's race or ethnicity, I feel like you're creating, you're recreating segregation. But... right under the guise of it being a good thing now. Cause they're like, Oh, well let's create black colleges where only black people can go. And you're like, mm, mm. <laughs> yeah. How is that different than what was going on with, with before? <laughs> yeah. It's like, you're, you're okay. And if it's like, and, and funny enough, it was a, there was, there was one thing that people used to say all the time uh, that I would hear like white people saying like, Oh, black people are mad when we say this, but it's okay for them to go and do whatever. And there was, funny enough, it was a rapper for me who I started quoting, and I, unfortunately I can't remember how the quote went anymore, but it was Royce the Five Nine, and essentially he said something along the lines of, because he said like, well, if you won't accept me, I'm going to go my separate ways, and white people are saying, well, how that's, how's that different from segregation? And he's like, segregation is being told where to go, but my freedom is being able to go wherever I want to go. And I'm like, okay, that's an interesting way to look at it because then it's not it's not segregation through racism. That's somebody being like, hey, I want to do this because I need to get away from this type of person. And that's cool. That's that's who you are. That's what you need to do. I'm not going to comment on that. But I always thought that was an interesting way to look at it. And and to get back on like uh, the whole thing of that I mentioned earlier, where like you, I think that uh, people only have the amount of power you allow them to have. I don't mean that like you shouldn't you know be. Uh, God, what's the word? Not like, I guess not culturally sensitive, but you shouldn't be like worrying about what you say. You still should like be aware of what you're saying and mm. think, well, maybe should I say this? I agree with that. But at the same time, you can't let, you can't be afraid to talk because if everything you're going to say has you second guessing what you're going to say, then maybe you're the problem at heart because if everything you want to say is super horrible and you feel uncomfortable to say it. It's kind of like that whole theory of, well, if you don't feel comfortable saying it to your mom, then maybe you shouldn't say it, you know? Hmm. is That's kind of where I go and why I blame mostly white people for that. But I think words need to be just words. Like some word, like words are weapons, I get all that. And because of that, when, like for example, my kids, when they were growing up, I we tried to shelter them as much as we could. But once they got a little older, I started cursing around them a lot. Like, like, big words like fuck shit blah blah blah. um i would yell at them sometimes not like super horribly obviously but just like in general like you know playing around conversations just because my family we 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 grew up and it wasn't like like cursing was bad it was you weren't allowed to do it especially as your parents and i and i still stand by that you should not be cursing at your parents but i did it only because i wanted them to hear the words and hear them from me in a controlled environment to where they're not going to be like, oh, they're going to be 18 going off to college and someone's going to cuss them out and they're going to be like, oh, my God, really? And then get their feelings hurt. No, yeah. fuck that. I don't want anybody to have words that uh, have any power over my kids. No, fuck you. If yeah. I want them to they be like get vaccinated. Exactly. A fuck vaccination. Exactly. So they're like, I want my kids to have heard all these words. And then like, oh, that's all you got? My dad said way worse. Fuck you. Like, that's like, I want them to understand these words exist and know when it's okay to use them. And I yeah, think the only like, way to do that is to actually use them. Yeah, boys need to learn banter. They need, <laughs> that's something that has to be taught. I, I, if you try to shelter, I, I'm not sure if it's the same specifically with girl relationships, 
because they form relationships much differently and have different social standards and everything. But for guys, banter is like the number one fucking thing how we dudes bond. Like you're just fucking uh, just railing on each other, but doing it in a way that is like you have to realize the limits and what's acceptable and what's good and what's actually funny and when you're actually being mean. Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. Uh, yeah. Fucking, I remember having to learn that shit as a kid. We grew up in sort of the wild west of that shit, especially because we spent <laughs> for a time on uh, Xbox Live. Before I was going to say. Party, <laughs> yeah, before party chat, before friends only and everything, you were just thrown into these situations. And I remember having to learn quick. But in the same instance, you know, you, you'd find horrible assholes that you fucking despise. And then you'd also find fucking cool people that you were like, oh, shit, this guy gets it. <laughs> yeah. Not only Xbox Live, but you remember fucking like the AOL chat rooms back in the day? Oh, God. Man, all kinds of nonsense. There were people in there who you could tell were straight up pedophiles. And you're like, yo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Immediately spamming A, a slash S slash L question mark. Yeah. <laughs> People just start throwing out shit, and then the younger the person is, they're like, oh, come chat with me over here. No, fuck you, buddy. (laughs) All the shit you got bombarded with from random people just being able to message you because nobody had a control over that shit. We were the fucking guinea pigs of it. Yeah, it was the Wild West. Then fucking comes Xbox Live, and then everybody fucked my mom, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Halo is still that toxic ass environment. I don't know if you've gone back to play like the Master Chief collection. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I did that. Actually, I think the last time you and I played Apex. After you, no, I did it before. Sorry. Anyways, I went back and played that, and I was on like it just stifles you through or shuffles you through random like Halo One through I think four. And Jesus Christ, man! And the games I did bad on the shit I was hearing coming out of the TV, I was like, holy fuck! I just got transported all the way back to the early two thousands. <laughs> Going back in time. <laughs> yeah, I was like, holy shit. Oh, man. Wouldn't. All right. Going back to disappointing uh, realities here. Wouldn't that be an awesome uh, fucking experience if the games were actually linked back in the past where you were playing with somebody in the past from the future? You know. Some of these old ass games. Oh. Now, now that's the, this is the spot of the conversation where if you're gonna you're gonna take a toke of whatever the fuck you're gonna take, uh, just get a big puff because <laughs> yeah, that's the shit I think about all the time. Like, I wonder how many like because okay, think about like your dreams and all that, right? Mm-hmm. We spend I'd say not half the amount of our lives, but a huge portion of our lives asleep and and dreams, right? Mm-hmm. So by that logic. Aren't dreams, can't they be considered an alternate reality to the reality we live in? Uh... Or shouldn't they be? Because what about when you have, because you're like, oh, that's because it's it's just your consciousness, right? Yeah, I'm not sure if it's an alternate reality just because you're, you're still in the reality. It's just a pocket of your own sensations. Or is it? And again, I told you to go ahead and take a puff of whatever you need to take a puff of, sip whatever you need to sip on, but follow me here. All right. What if when you go to sleep, you enter like some type of quantum realm? Because we don't know what the conscious, the human consciousness is doing, right? We don't, we can't really say what it is or what happens to it when you're asleep or dead or whatever, right? Yeah. So what if that's actually a place that you're going what if you're in the quantum realm when you're asleep what if you're and that's why shit is all jumbled and why nothing makes sense because the quantum realm doesn't make sense that's why sometimes you're able to fly sometimes this is able to happen you're seeing people who are dead you're seeing people who are alive you're seeing this you're seeing that all types of weird shit because you're actually in the quantum realm but your your physical brain is still reacting to things there's firing going on in your head that's why in certain situations you don't dream because if your head gets hit or damaged in a certain way, you don't dream because those neurons aren't firing. So your your consciousness, I don't know what's going on with, but the physicality of your brain and the elec- uh, electric signals is firmly still based here. Because you need the link to come back. Unless your electric sparks are somehow manipulating a new realm, uh, alternate dimension. Maybe, and that's kind of what I'm going on. Like maybe that that is your link to come back to this world. Like because you, 
there's 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 also studies on things like eating cheese before you go to bed helps you have nice dreams. So mm-hmm. if somehow cheese in my body is making an alternate dimension of or reality more pleasant is something that I don't know if I could handle. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Not sure I if I would if I could accept reality anymore if that was the case if reality <laughs> alternate dimensions change based on my cheese consumption well it's not just cheese so you've heard of like lucid dreaming obviously right where you can yeah, control yeah, yeah. dreams and all that i've actually done that a little bit it was interesting nope i refuse to because i don't i, I i'm i'm terrified of the whole sleep paralysis thing mm, nope can't nope because that was one thing everybody said it's like oh you'd run the risk of you run a higher risk of encountering sleep paralysis when you start doing lucid dreaming steps it's like nope done i don't want to fucking nope 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 so when i was doing this uh the lucid dreaming stuff it i never had a problem with sleep paralysis but i've had sleep paralysis before uh and it usually happens when i'm sleeping in a chair like sitting up position like uh Mm -hmm. when i went to college uh during the breaks or whatever if i didn't have enough time to do anything else or i was tired i'd just go out into my car it was guam so the weather's nice i just roll down the windows lean back the chair a little bit and fall asleep and that's where i would get sleep paralysis like where i would feel like okay i'm awake but why why can't i move my arms or legs or anything like that but I never had any of the experience of dark, shadowy, shadowy figures. And I don't mm. know if it's because I it was always during the day, so it was always bright out and the weather was super nice. So it was like a much more relaxing thing. It was just sort of like, oh, okay, well, if I'm stuck like this, I'm not even going to try to wake up. I'm just, I want to go back to sleep. And then I just try to go back to sleep and I'd be fine. Yeah, no. I don't know if I've ever had sleep paralysis, and if I did, I must have blocked it out. But that shit, oh, God, I don't even want to think about that. Like, what that feeling is where you just, like, wake up and you can't move. Mm. Especially if you're seeing something coming at you. Oh, Mm -hmm. God. (laughs) But anyways, oh, but no, I I still think and stand by it should be considered an alternate reality, at least for how much time you spend in there. But also, how do you explain, like, the the people who share dreams? The people who are like, oh, we had the same exact dream. Hmm. Those to have to be to be a stickler, right? Is uh, there are common dreams that everybody share? Common themes in dreams that everyone shares, right? Mm-hmm. And now I haven't read the studies on people who have had to say they have the exact same dream and everything. But uh, if you're in similar situations or have similar problems, you might have dreams that are very similar, and then your memory is a fucking uh shit show you don't remember things clearly at all your past is completely not what you remember it in the least bit like it so even just remembering the dream so if two people have a similar dream they wake up and they go through their day and experience similar things that will affect their memory similarly then all of a sudden even though their dreams were a little bit different they experience the same thing during the day. Therefore, that experience sugarcoats their dream, and now their dream is the same. That's 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 fair because isn't that kind of similar to what they say deja vu is? Is it's the first time you're experiencing the the the, the situation, but the way your brain is processing it is it's processing and linking it to a memory that's making you think it happened in the past or something like that. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. But if we go into like how bad memory is. Shit is terrible. Like we 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 make up so much of our own memory. It's crazy. Yeah. But anyways, uh, should we? Uh, well, it's up to you. We should end today. We're at our time marker now. What is going to be our next subject of talk? Let's make it about nature. 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 All right. The earth. Nature and and Minecraft. Ooh, yes. Nature and Minecraft. We should get some good listeners from Minecraft. Yeah, hell yeah. Dude, if a bunch of people listen to us talk about Minecraft, I that's all I'll do. Oh, for real. I play Minecraft still with my kids. Yeah, fucking... Yeah. yeah. Just so if anybody's actually here still listening, uh, letting you know, we're just, we're just riding this as far as we can until we can sell out. And exactly. As soon as we can sell out, 
we're, we're doing it. That's the we'll stop. Corporate butt buddies to the end. Unless we're bothering enough people, and then we might carry on just to bother some more people, but then we'll eventually stop because, you know. True. Uh, and if we become the figureheads for the uh, big peen vaccine, <laughs> then, you know, we'll be seeing you as we talk to the world leaders. <laughs> exactly. Big uh, peen vaccine. Follow yes. us on Twitter. We have a Facebook. You can find it. Just Google us. We're everywhere. Yeah. Like, comment, subscribe. We have been Minnie and the Moo Moo. I'm Dax. And... Ryan. Goodbye.